You're the funny guy. You can get any girl. No, you. I can be the friend of any girl. No, not true. Not anymore. You could have swooped right in. I, I want to know. Had nothing on you. I really would love to know. This is one of the things that you'd love to know. A stat is like how many people have had crushes on you oh, and you yeah. never knew it. Yeah. Like I could have had that. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Brandon. Hey yo. That's it. Oh. <laughs> Jen. What's up? How's it going? Well, good, great, good. fabulous. You know why? Why? Because I haven't starved or been beaten. Oh. <laughs> this is what I've decided is the key to a happy life. Is not being starved or beaten? Low expectations. Oh. Wow. <laughs> See? You start your day thinking like, oh, today's going to be a great day. And then it isn't. And then you're like, life sucks. Yeah. But if you start out going like, hey, I haven't starved or been beaten <laughs> so far. Things are good. Because not everybody can say point. that, you know? That's true. So you got to count your blessings. Like certain postal workers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but hopefully that's on the up and up. Because he's been yeah. starved, <laughs> beaten, and then the third thing. So yeah. get those three things out of the way, and you're, you're sm- smooth sailing through the rest of your life. So you, so you feel like it is a good outlook to have on life that somebody has it worse than you. So you well, should just be happy no, and you grateful. should just be happy. You should just low expectations. That's okay. just what I'm saying. I feel like uh, one of my friends when I was a teenager told me that this was his motto, was that uh, always be a pessimist because you're always either pleasantly surprised when things go the right way or you're always right. So. Pessimism is the is the best way to have. And if you're optimistic, you just get let down. You get let yeah. down all the time, yeah. yeah. Or let down, or when <clears throat> things do happen, then it's not like you know Woo-hoo, it was you were expecting yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> you were already expecting it, so it's yeah. But you're always good. super negative if you're a pessimist, right? Like I like being a realist. No, then okay. you're actually, you have your set expectation, and if it's lower, yeah, but not so That's much that it's like. Super yeah. negative, I guess. I guess moderation in all things is is always the best policy. That's no. right. Oh. Oh no. no. Go full board on some things. <laughs> Go right? full. Yeah. Oh, okay. like what? No offense. City. Like loving your family and no. doing it like I kind of like you. What's okay. that? <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So only some things be moderate in, like your eating habits and how much you enjoy. Cartoons <laughs> and video games. And video games, yeah. And I don't know. Spending time with people you shouldn't be. Oh, that should be moderation. <laughs> if you shouldn't so? be spending time with them, that should be like no. Oh, zero. <laughs> yes. Well, some people that you shouldn't be, you're required to. Uh. Take, for instance, my son. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. If my son's listening to this, I like hanging, spending time with you. He's got two of them, so we don't know which yeah, one he's which talking one about. Which one is it? No, just kidding. That was a joke, folks. Uh, do I have to edit that out? No. Okay. <laughs> um, Jen, yeah. you wanted to share some insights in, as to Valentine's Day and love notes and... Yes. And speaking of spending time. You're listening time, to this in the future. Valentine's Day was last Friday. That's right. So it's still fresh. So still fresh. 
except we might post this later, so then it won't be. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, it's the month of it's last February. Friday from when we record this. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, you think of love as in the air, right? So it got me thinking about my love note experience. So if you think of a regular Valentine, right? Beautiful, frilly, hearts, color, all this stuff. So, but my favorite love note was the one I gave to my mom. So we, after she died, we were going through her things, and she had kept all of these, well, everything. She's the most clean, organized hoarder ever. <laughs> so everything's labeled and organized beautifully up in the attic. So, but there's all these love notes that I had given her. But my favorite one was the one, imagine a plain white sheet of paper folded in half, and on the front is drawn in pencil a broken heart. And below it is this bent arrow, and it is labeled rusty arrow. Oh. So I open this like, what? Wow. And I open it up, and it says, Mom, not once that I can remember today did you say I love you. And all the money in the world isn't as much as I love you. With a little sad crying Jennifer at the bottom corner. And I was like... This is my favorite thing I've ever done. (laughs) This is the sweetest. So 24-year-old Jennifer wrote this note to your mother. I'm assuming I'm about seven or eight. Oh, okay. okay. (laughs) And so, yeah, so I had, I was like, that's the sweetest love note ever. This scathing reprimand. I don't know if it's the sweetest. It is. Look, she kept it. That is showing, like, how much she is loved that if. Wow. Apparently, verbal affirmations are important to young I Jennifer. I guess so, yeah. I mean, some people do just keep uh, cards because they feel bad throwing them away. So maybe mm-hmm. she didn't actually. I don't know. Stop. Do not ruin the love. Yeah. I mean, um, my daughter, Madeline, gives me a lot of little love notes. Like, I find them on my pillows, and I love yes. them. Like, little drawings or mm-hmm. little crafts that she's made, Best and child. I love to see those. And it's fun to get those. But then I don't know what to do with them because I, you know, how long do you keep, how long do you hold on to them? Because she spent a lot of effort onto it. So what do you do with all these things? You just have them at a line drawer and you put them all in there. put them all in there. (laughs) In the box that I had to go through right here. When you're dead, she'll go through this box and go, look at what a sweetheart Look at how he kept all these things. He kept them. Oh, that's true. But now you've thrown them all away. No, they're all just on this <laughs> on my well, not all of them, but uh, like the recent ones from like Valentine's Day and previous to that. And like two nights ago, I found four little tiny snowflakes that she oh. had made, and it was really cute. But I, but they're all on the, my you know side table, uh-huh. and then that just then what do you do with them? Like I just can't yeah. keep piling it up. I had this conversation with Brianne when we were cleaning out stuff and we had like our wedding notes people gave like wrote and everything and, and just birthday cards she's had for years I'm like why are you keeping these yeah. you don't need them especially because like birthday cards like like the ones I get I only get like from my parents send me a birthday card that's like the only legit birthday card but they write like hope you have a happy birthday you know and it's not like it's crazy sentimental. It's not like a full-page letter about how much they loved me and my birthday. It's, hope you have a good birthday, yeah. and, then, and then I just throw that away. Yeah. You know. But it did its job. It did its job, but some people hold on to those things, even them. with that you know, See, minimal I, effort. I swear to you I've written more love notes than that, because there were others, but I don't think those were all of them. I think that merited... Okay. Keeping status. Mm. That's fair. Have you ever written a love clever. note to someone else outside of your family, like someone you had a crush on? So, yeah, let me tell you this story. <laughs> yeah, all right. So, I'm in fifth grade. 
Yeah. And I had a crush on the little boy in the deaf class. Oh, yeah. So I had no way to communicate my love other than the written <laughs> word, right? He's in this other class. So I, and you can't. And I can't, and I, yeah. you can't hear me very well. So I, I write this, this little love note, and then I think that I, and I had, a, I believe, a candy bar. And so I don't know if I went to get, like, the tape to affix the candy bar or to go get the candy bar. But so I left the love note on the kitchen table and I come back and my dad is reading <gasps> the note. Oh no. And Ooh, I'm mortified. And he tells me like this nice like you probably don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> like this could even this though could, you can't hear this is I will always end bad. <laughs> right yeah. next oh, it was sweet. I'm sure I have no idea what it said. Probably like you're cute and I I don't know. But so he was like, yeah, you probably just don't want to do this. So I think I freighted back. I think this was the instance where I was like, yeah, do not let guys know that you like them. It's going to go bad. So I have never, I have just put up walls ever since then. I'm like, yeah, my dad had my back. Like, please let me know, honey. Don't go there. That's Your not going to turn out broken well. broken you don't give it away. That's yeah. right. That's right. This I, is where it all stems from. <laughs> I had a, uh, a huge crush on a, on a girl in, I think it was, it was in high school. I was probably 17 at the time. So I was a junior, and she was a sophomore, I think. And uh, I had a huge crush on her, and she was the cutest thing. And it was kind of like I obsessed on her, like, a little bit. Not, like, in a creepy way, but I just thought about her a lot. And I would, like, <laughs> see her and stuff. But I wouldn't, like, follow her around in the halls. No, or no binoculars. Were no involved. binoculars. You're just but she was, yeah. But she was in, like, a group of friends that we'd hang out with as well. And so, like, I would spend time with her. But I was, like, an awkward redhead as you can imagine <laughs> and, and I didn't and I knew that she actually liked my other friend that was in her same grade my, my friend's little brother my I had a friend that was a senior and his little brother was a sophomore anyway so she liked him and so I knew that I'm not gonna try to approach this because it's a failure altogether and so I just like one night in the middle of the night I was like thinking about too much I was like I, there's nothing I can do about this there's what can I Try to I can't tell her how I feel because I know that's gonna end badly because she likes this other person and I'm not this handsome other person. <laughs> and so I got on the I got on my computer and I wrote out like an anonymous letter about like, hey, I just want you to know that I think you're amazing, you're great. These are the things I like about you. Secret admirer kind of a letter. Wow. And got all of those words I wanted to tell her out of my body and into this letter and then I mailed it to her. <laughs> And I never heard. I think like I mail, I, mail, mail, mail. Like I, like because there was no such thing as email, really. Okay. I'm an older man, but, <laughs> you but wanna... and then email, you know who it's <clears throat> exactly. You know who it's from. Yeah. Email. So I mail mailed it to her, and I think I heard a little bit, like maybe that she had gotten it, but then she thought it was from that friend that oh, she likes. Now they're she married. Liked, or whatever. Six children. But it was funny because it was really cathartic in that I got it out yeah. and after that I was able to move on and I stopped thinking about her so much. Wow. And like, so sometimes you just gotta get those love notes out. Okay. You have things building up inside of you. But that was like the only time I've ever like done something crazy like that. That's wild. Listen, your heart needs to be broken. At some point, or it won't be able to grow. Isn't that what it's like? It has to break. Mm-hmm. What is the like seed planting weird thing? Like a soft <laughs> heart, and then you can grow. Okay. Um, I was not as cute as either of you. I just found a girl in each group that I liked and would give them like Valentines, <laughs> knowing that they would never 
uh, talk to each other, <laughs> and so I can have one all over the place. Oh. Um, anyway, my my older Not brother one one time because <laughs> it wasn't what real. One? No, <laughs> it wasn't it was just, she's cute, and yeah, it was like whatever. Yeah, my true love was nowhere to be seen until <laughs> she, she yeah until she was a receptionist at a parking company. Right. Which, sorry, but you're a whole little like. You gave me crap a few episodes ago, like I wasn't putting in effort, and I was like, "Oh, it worked good for Brienne. Yeah. <laughs> she true. was supposed to work. Prince Charming shows up." But she did put out the effort. She, she contacted him. Ooh, did she? She oh, did. Ooh, yeah. She me- she messaged me. I was like, "Hey, I'm kind of new here," which was a semi lie, yet kind of real. Um, and was just like, "Do you want to hang out sometime?" I was like, "Sweet." Okay. Well, then you. You were just going in picking up a parking pass. <laughs> he had a three-month plan. Six months. Oh, six we were months. on yeah. month three when That's she right. ruined that six-month plan. She sped up his his <laughs> his plan. Yeah, cause oh, we, so you cause had interest that weren't going to make a move for six months? Yeah, because it's weird. So she's a receptionist, <laughs> and every time I go in, I have to get to know her a little bit more because nobody wants to be picked up right but at the very beginning. you can only go in once a True. month. Yeah, okay, I can't gotcha. frequently go unless I'm making up some, like, Oh, I got a parking ticket. Will you help me? Yeah. Okay. Nobody wants to. So yeah, so I was six months. We were going to go in on month three. Okay. Uh, they had moved locations or whatever. And so she tells me that she would, like, go hide whenever she'd see me and, like, Brandon and Connor coming up. And she'd be like, go run and hide, which is why we had to deal with, what's his name? Oh, yeah. A weirdo. <laughs> Wanting Brienne. But anyway, um, and then, yeah, she just asked me out after I did get to talk to her a little more on month three. Okay. She was like, I read a book. I'm going to take advantage of this. And then, boom, there we are. And the rest is go. history. All right. That was good. There you go. So I was glad. Anyway, what I have you? the same physiological response so that she does. I would run away. Yeah. But like, you oh, gotta, attractive man. You got to ah. move past yeah, that. But, yeah. Okay. I'm proud and of her. You good job, need, You're the funny guy. You can get any girl. No, you. I can be the friend of any girl. No, not true, not anymore. Yeah. You could have swooped right in. I want to know. I nothing on you. I really would love to know. This is one of the things that you'd love to know, a stat, is like how many people have had crushes on you oh, and you yeah. never knew it. Yeah. Like, I could have had that! <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how many people have had crushes Like Jimmy on Fallon. You? Who knew Nicole Kidman was hot for him? And he was oh, just really? Oblivious. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, there was a story about that. I remember Jennifer Lawrence was into Seth Meyers. Ew. And he, um, for some reason, I think he was dating he was his like, wife or something. Or something. Yeah. Anyway, I was just like, ew, what? Yeah, but Nicole Kidman went over to his house and he played video games <laughs> while she was there. And just no idea. Yeah. And just had, was oblivious. Yeah. Because it's probably like, she's too above him. Yeah. yeah. She's There's no way. She's not interested. Yeah. No, that would be a good stat, though, to know how many people have been interested in you that you were oblivious to mm-hmm. or, like... Here, let me segue into a thing, and then we'll jump back into your All right. um, statistic thing. So we bought a car over the weekend, because it's President's Day weekend. It's my most favorite uh, weekend of the year. It's sad when Valentine's is connected to it. <laughs> kind of takes away some of the shine of President's Day, but uh, <laughs> oh, uh, we, we bought a new car. And have you ever bought a brand new car, like have to or even a used car and just had to finagle your price and yes. negotiate? Well, I went to a place specifically where you can't haggle because I don't want to deal right. with that. 
<laughs> like so that's what they say they're like nope this yeah, is our price CarMax or something where you, yeah. it's, 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 this is our best price why is that not standard why on earth do right. we have it's to like talk them down so we find the car we want and then we get into the negotiation and it's like they offer the first price and we're just like no because we know not to take the first right. price yeah. so we're like no we just can't afford that right now but you know maybe we'll come back in a month or so when we've saved up a little more money for a down payment it's like, okay, well, let me go back and talk to the manager and see what we can do. So then we go, we sit and wait, and he comes back with a brand new offer that's like all new numbers and, and they're lower. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, do we keep playing this game? I guess we do. And it's like, well, we were expecting more from our trade-in or, you know, here we were hoping the target to be around like 350 And he's like, well, this is a car that's a lot more than 350 a month. Um, so let me go ask, and then he comes back a third time, brand new numbers, and we're like, are you kidding me? Like, you can keep going down? Why don't you just get to the bottom? So then this time, we're like, okay, well, that's closer, but I don't I don't know. We still want to save to put some money down, because this money down number is better. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, I'll try one more time. Goes back, comes back, and is like, my manager said, you know what? This is a record-breaking day. We've already sold nine cars. We just want to get you into a car, so we put the lowest number as if you put um, like 2,000 down. So they essentially gave us like the 2,000 off or whatever. Hmm. Plus the trade-in went up and all this. So I'm like, okay, well now what do we do? Is this the bottom of the like bottom line? This is the cheapest we can sell the car or not? So we decided to take the offer, but then I think, what if we would have just done one more? That's, that's a... Like, What's that? Uh, what's the one where they open the cases? Oh yeah, yeah deal or no deal. Deal or no deal. And then they show you what the deal was if you would have yeah. taken it. It's like, but how many suckers are there I that know. just take the first I price? Know. and You always spent. feel like you can get more and more, but then eventually it drops out, and you're like, all right, I guess there's no deal. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. yeah. You say, I want to go back to this one. No, nope, nope. it's over. That ship sailed. Sorry. Well, they wouldn't turn us down. They would just say they'd go back and either come back with a lower number, yeah. like, nope, this is the bottom. This is fine. And I think like, that's oh, okay. that I think you did good. But we should have tried one more time, you think? I don't no, know. I think you're good. I feel like Let's it's... go with it. I mean, to us, we were like, what the? <sighs> yeah. this, is, this seems pretty good. Yeah. Because yeah, she got everything she wanted out of the car. Then good. And all sorts of things. That's, that's a win. Nice. Take the win. Have you ever had a brand new car in your no. life? No. It's amazing. Okay, yay. And you should lease. FYI, leasing no, is not bad. No, never lease. No, you can lease. It's a fallacy now. <laughs> as long as you don't drive a lot. Yeah. No. I don't want to be limited in my in the open road calling you, my name. Do you go um, answer the call a lot I'm, with the open road? Yes, I do. <laughs> I haven't done a good road trip. Well, we got like 12,000 miles out of it, and she probably puts like And you drive to Disneyland. Miles. Yeah, but in my car. Oh. It's okay. not hers, but leasing's not bad. Anyway, that would be a nice stat or superpower as well to know how much what, you what the one, yeah, how much you save or like what the one more thing is. Yeah. Like being able to perceive. How far can you push? Yeah. Perce- That's when you kind of want like a, that would be a good superpower. But I had a friend who went down to Mexico and so they had a haggle culture all the time, right? So she's this blonde haired, blue eyed chick and goes down talking all American, but she knows Spanish. And so she asked about something, and so the little kid goes and asks his mom, and his mom was like, oh, like, not below 10. And so he comes back, and he's like, 20. And then in Spanish, she's able to say, that's not what your mama said, <laughs> and gives him yeah. 10. And I was like, I want that. <laughs> yeah, well, that would be nice. Or like when you go to get a mani or a pedi, and you can hear all the ladies talk, yeah. and you know they're talking about yes, you. Yes, yeah. you're on know you. that I was uh, in Vancouver uh, 
and we were at a Mongolian barbecue place, but all the people were um, that were working there were from Taiwan or from mainland China. They were speaking Mandarin Chinese, which I no, speak Mandarin yes. Chinese, right? And you know, at Mongolian barbecue places, it's usually like an all-you-can-eat buffet. You fill up a bowl with as much stuff as you can, and they cook it up and you eat it or whatever. And so we were, like, we're cramming all this stuff into the bowl because I think it was actually the lunch special, so it was one bowl instead of like the all-you-can-eat buffet. So we're yeah. trying to load it up as much as we can. And we give it to them, and they put it on there, and they're like trying to scrape it out of that bowl and stuff. And then all of a sudden they're like, man, these fat Americans always try to put this <laughs> stuff in there. And then like all of us that were there, these white guys, we all speak Chinese, and we're like, oh, sorry, in Chinese back then. Yeah. Uh, do you want us to take some of that stuff back in there? And then they just freaked out. And they were like, we got lunch for free. Really? Yeah, it was great. Because so, they called you fat, fat Americans. Americans. These fat Americans are always oh, <laughs> trying to push no. their, like, put too much stuff in there. So I like, I like, it is fun. And I, I did that again at the international admissions window when I worked for the University of Utah admission, international admissions because they would come and they would need spe- specific signatures or things on their, like, forms, like immigration forms or, like, their visa forms or something like that. And they would, like, I would say, okay, you need to go get this signed by your um, your host family or whatever that's going to have you here. And then I would hear them, like, more than once. They'd always say, okay, we'll just, okay, let's just leave and come back in, like, a half hour. We'll just forge this or whatever. And then I'd say, no, no, you need the real person to do it. And they're like, ah! He can perceive our thoughts. So it is fun when people don't think that you can speak their language. I know. I want that power. Yeah. I think I want my superpower to be to know every language. Just fluently. to know every language. Yeah. See, but I would like reading minds, and then you could, because you. You'd have to be able to turn it off, though. True. Because I saw what women want. <laughs> Mel Gibson. It was too much. Too much. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I need to talk about President's Day because I would feel bad if I did not. So, President's Day is my favorite holiday, and everyone asks, why? Why is it your favorite holiday? That makes zero sense. I will tell you why. Brandon, what did you do on President's Day weekend? I, well, the whole weekend I went on a trip to Moab and had the best time of my life. Because you got a day off. Got a day off. Um, it wasn't super crowded. Nope, because right? it was <clears throat> off season. Weather was nice. Weather was nice. Could be bad depending on the weekend, but Fair. it was nice this time. Okay. What did you do on President's Day weekend? I was on call <coughs> and took calls from stupid people oh, and, and was there chained were. to my phone and computer and home. Uh, there were like five. There was a lot. So many. High pages or something. And then felt guilty because Sweet Mark took care of them all. <laughs> so I just had guilt and dread and okay. lack of freedom and it sucked. Alright, well I'm not talking to you anymore. So back to Brandon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, aside from being on call, you get as many days off federally as you do for Christmas, which is incredible, right? You get one day off for Christmas, oh, one day off yeah. for President's <laughs> yes, Day. You do. Yeah, so they're equal in that aspect. But I was telling Brandon one other thing I really like, it's nobody has set traditions for President's Day. Whereas like Christmas, it's like, oh, we have to go do this and this and this, or Thanksgiving, we have to do this, Halloween, we have to do this. So all the other major holidays, you have to do certain stuff. Nobody celebrates President's Day, nobody knows what's going on, but yeah. you still get a day off. So I went to a couple movies. But not everybody gets it off. Your wife it's was true. working. My she wife did. had to take time off, which, you know, is PTO, which she doesn't get a ton of. That's fair. But you she probably... by yourself. One by movie, way. and then I brought her. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but that was nice to go, because she didn't want to sure. see the movie, so otherwise yeah. I couldn't nice. see it. It was Sonic the Hedgehog. Pretty good movie. Harley Quinn, man, eh, not so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick reviews. <laughs> um, 
I just think that's great. So we'll change our traditions like every year. I'll make her dress up or like wear something patriotic and we'll take Sounds photos. Kinky. Yeah. And, uh, and we'll oh, take George. pictures. Yeah. George. Oh, Betsy Ross. I like that mole, Mr. Lincoln. <laughs> that flag draped over you. <laughs> that mole, Mr. Lincoln. And she's the one dressing up. Let's oh. just clarify. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But it's just fun because we get to do things. And plus, it's fun to have, like, your own holiday because essentially, yeah, I can celebrate it however. And nobody else celebrates it. Yeah. Which is what you experienced and liked. So, few reasons why I think President's Day is amazing. That's pretty good. Should have been. And I try to share trivia. Oh, thank you. (laughs) I try to share (laughs) trivia to people, too, about presidents just so they're more aware. Give me one. Everything. Um, do you know which president got stuck in the bathtub? Taft. <laughs> Coolidge. <Shoot. laughs> oh, is it Taft? It was, dang it, no, I think it's Garfield. Oh. Now you got me all confused. No, he's the one that likes lasagna. <laughs> I love him. He, I wrote a book on him. Oh, and... that's the cat. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, poor President Garfield, he got shot and he didn't have to die. It was all the doctor's fault because it was oh, just his oh, yeah, infected yeah, yeah. dirty finger going that's in right. there. That's right. And he was a good guy. Taft might be the tub guy. I think Taft that, that sounds right because he was a big guy. Yeah. So it was Taft. Garfield is the shot one. Yes. And he was awesome. I love that man. He's, like, <laughs> he's out there with my favorite presidents now. Huh. Well, someone didn't like him. <clears throat> I know. He's just a crazy... No, I'll tell you later. Oh. <laughs> so that's the sorts of things that we do. Uh, Brandon, do you have a word of wisdom you'd like to share? Oh, a little early. We run out of topics. No, we can talk more about things if you want. I want to know one. You want to know a word of wisdom? If you could know. (laughs) (laughs) If you could know when you were going to die. Didn't we already talk about this? No, we didn't. Oh, okay. It's been on the list for a while. (laughs) Sorry if that didn't come up. No, that's fine. If you you could know when you were going to die, would you want to know? I would. I would, too. I would not. Why? Let me tell you why. Okay. This has the same principle that's involved with video game play, okay? So, when I play, like, a video game, and I have to, like, build up a character or, uh, like, spend a lot of time getting money or things like that to do all this stuff, it makes the game more exciting for me to play. Or, like, I keep playing it and keep playing it and keep playing it. But then there was a time when I had a uh, Fire tablet and it came with Games Unlimited or something and I could get all of the free stuff I wanted, like the downloadable or money in-app purchases were free with this Amazon Unlimited thing. And so then the game was no fun because I had everything and I knew everything and it was no fun. So when I am dying and I know the date, then nothing has any thrill because I can go jump out of an airplane or I can go, you know, do all these crazy things and not worry about dying, which makes kind of the fun out of it. Because the fear of death is fun. <laughs> well, so, <laughs> it's the only thing wait, that, no. So I knowing when you're going to die does not make you invincible for everything else. It does. No. If you, if you, so 100% you mean, know I'm going to die in my bed when I'm 98, I can go jump off a cliff and I know that something is going to happen. Be Paralyzed yeah. from that you time until you're You can be just laying in your bed And it's stuck. not how, it does how not, you're yeah. going to die. It's just no, you're going to die at 98 versus It's just the whatever. date yes. that yes. I'm dead? Yes. 
not a house. Well, I don't know about that either. <laughs> no, I think this is way different because because then you procrastinate. No, but it no, be, you it, know yeah. what you can set milestones. Like yes. you could actually plan and have goals, which I don't really love goals. But if I had an endpoint, yeah. like no, like this is the end time. So if what if we take this into like a religious aspect where I'm like, okay, I'm going to be debaucherous. For the next forty years, See, it and then, still matters how and you then, live your life. Yeah, gonna, but that's, that's different. Then I'm going to turn myself no, around. We're, we're, so no. we're, we're, no. Because I know no. I'm going to die here. That's a different. Instead, knowing that I could die at any point and need to go talk to Peter. That's at the, the only reason gates. you're being good. Yeah. Well, no, that God knows Isn't that. Isn't that the reason that no. you're good? Because you're afraid that you're going to go to hell. No. <laughs> and I figure, because like I'm planning on living till about like eighty. Okay. That if I find out, oh, you're dying at sixty. Okay, don't have to worry about saving for retirement. Yeah. Gonna like enjoy stuff oh, that is nice. now yeah. more. Those but if I find things. out not, I'm living till yeah. I'm a hundred, then yeah. like, oh crap, I'd better save up a little more for retirement. Mm, and I, I think know. the fear is still there because if you know you're gonna die at sixty, you're not gonna go just jump out of a plane because you're like, well, yeah. shoot, what if? And because you still could be. Paralyzed. I don't want to be paralyzed, or I need to yeah. take advantage of my thirties because yeah. after my thirties, I only have forties, fifties. Don't and you have that dread of it coming up because you know, okay, I'm fifty nine. This is my last no. year. So do if you. Didn't do anything. Yeah, you got it. You're pretty dready because I'm like, oh, my daughter's still not married, or I have grandkids that I want to see, and I know that I'm not going to be able to see them. That's okay. No, because then right now, not knowing that could paralyze you in fear. Yeah, because you think, oh, I've got. Because you're like, well, my daughter's not married right now. I could. (laughs) What if I? I want to be here for when she. You put it off. So uh, then I do. I'd be more careful. Hmm. I'd like Uh, to know. No. No. I want to know. I would live more free if I knew what I was going to do. That should be your Instagram poll. Is if you if you could know. Okay. Because when you were going to die, would you want to? I wouldn't want to know. Nope. All right, I'll post that tomorrow. I'm being. I promise, I'm being better at Instagram this time. I'm going (laughs) to post every day for thirty days. All right, now your word of wisdom. Even though we can't trust you. I know. Since you live your life full of debauchery. I know that I could die at any moment. Oh, okay. And that thrills me. I like me. that I took that away from you. Thank I'll put you. that back. Thank you. <laughs> you can have the mic. I took the mic case away from him for some reason. Because I was playing with it. I was All jealous. Right. <laughs> that he got to play with it. And I have to keep my hands to myself. Well, my word of wisdom today, it comes from a man named... Mahatma Gandhi. (laughs) And he said that actions express priorities. Or action express priorities. And I've always thought this to be true. Because when I had friends that uh, were dating girls, right? And they would, like, the girls would, like, kind of cool towards their relationship. And they would say, oh, I got to go do this or I'm going to go do this instead. It's like, you know that you're not a priority because this action is taking precedence mm-hmm. over that. Mm-hmm. Even though what, even all the words <coughs> that they're saying to you that, oh, I still like you. I want to hang out. I want to do these things. Their actions are showing what their actual priorities are. Because when I liked a girl, she was my priority. I was going to rearrange anything to go and do those things and it happens in life now too because I I see myself uh, like I play this tennis game on my iPad non-stop at home (laughs) and my kids all they're seeing is that my action of playing that game and not helping them brush their teeth when they're going to bed is that that game's my priority and not 
brushing their teeth, mm-hmm. like making sure that they're brushing their teeth or whatever. I'm not that as, I mean, I am kind of obsessed with it, but not that bad. But it is my action. I'm saying I want to spend time doing this rather than that. And so your actions really do show what you're interested in. You're right, because that was a big thing with, like, me even dating, that I was like, no, I'll convince this girl that she's going to like me or whatever. She's just got, and you, like, start coming up with excuses, and that was one of the big reasons Brianne was so awesome, because it was, like, easy. I was a priority. She was a priority to me, and it was just, boom. You want to be a priority. It just worked. Yeah. They do not love those who do not show their love. Say that again. (laughs) Shakespeare. wasn't me. Oh, (laughs) Shakespeare. (laughs) Yeah, so anyway, think about in your life, what are your actions expressing to those around you and what that shows to them? Is it showing that you are placing priority on them, the people that you should be placing a priority on, or are you not placing priority where it should be? You know, think about that and expresses what you love about them. And now you know. She did it! Now you know. And the rest of us were quiet so we could hear her. I still listened back to that episode and didn't hear you say that. It was in there. It was in there. It's right after you gave a speech. I still can't even hear it when I'm trying to listen for it. Thanks for listening to this episode of Life LOL. Brandon. What do you want? (laughs) I'm not sure what I'm supposed to say there. (laughs) Yes, I also thank you for listening to this episode of Life. LOL. Oh, good. I like the deepness in your voice. Jen, any goodbyes or... Make it a great day, Lakers. Oh, make it a great day. <laughs> That's what we used to always hear at the end of our announcements in school every every morning. Oh. They tell the announcements and say, make it a great day, Lakers. Mm. Who are the Lakers? Bonneville. You went to Bonneville? I did. What? Yeah. You're from up north? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Went to Bonneville Junior High. You did? We're the Vikings. No. All right. Well, follow us on Instagram at life.lol.podcast. I'm Spencer. Thanks again for listening. I hope all your dreams come true. Okay, bye. <laughs>